You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 193. Today, we're talking about the ways that you can add value to your products and services. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And today we are talking about the infamous ad value. And so the reason why I call it infamous is just because you see everywhere, everyone talking about ad value, ad value. You need to add value on Instagram. Before you ask for a sale, you need to add value. You need to add value. And I get that. And I know why they're saying that. But we need to unpack what adding value actually means and then how you can do it both in your communication of your offers and also how you can add it when it comes to your products and services. So the first step is truly understanding how people evaluate value. So first is there is a desire, I call it desire island, there is a desired outcome, there is a place that they want to be. Make no mistake, even if you were in the movie business or the jewelry business or you were in the entertainment business, there is a desired outcome that people are looking for when they push play on your videos, when they push play on the movies, there is a desired outcome. And there's also a reason. There is what they're hoping to gain. There is a what what becomes possible for them when they achieve this goal. There is a reason that they have this goal. Those are are typically connected to their values, which is also very important. Then people are evaluating their belief in themselves. Can they do it? This is something I talk about a lot in the ladder of believability. This is they, they are evaluating, do I have time for this? Can I do this? Then they're also evaluating, which I think is the most important lever that we have, is the speed. What is the speed to which we can achieve the said outcome? And the faster you you can deliver it, and I'm not even necessarily talking about quick fixes. We're going to talk about this, but that's there's a reason why quick fixes blow up, number one. And then number two, the speed to which you can deliver an outcome is also going to increase the convenience. Look at Netflix. And now you might be thinking, oh yeah, but Netflix, you'd have to wait three days to get a video and you could just drive to Blockbuster. Sure. But if you look at Netflix now, that was a different kind of speed, a different kind of convenience than just you get it immediately. It was that you could set it and forget it. And then when you did, if you didn't need it now, if you had a delayed gratification, but you didn't have to stop everything that you were doing, the other type of speed and convenience was that they didn't have to leave their house. It was speed and convenience. And then if you've also noticed movies don't get delivered anymore from Netflix, now it's instant and it's streaming. Speed and convenience is 
a powerful lover. And then the fourth thing they're evaluating is the effort and sacrifice required on their part to achieve the goal. And then the last thing they're evaluating, the fifth thing, is the experience to which they receive the goal, the experience of the process. Think about, I use the example often of Ritz-Carlton and and Super 8. The functionality of it is the same, a home and shower and away from home. But the experience is different. And so I want to touch on the speed and convenience lever for a second because I think it's the most important one that we have and it's very important. I'm, I'm not saying, okay, great, we need to promote and create a quick fix and promise a quick fix. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want that. I don't want that. This is our opportunity to take a closer look and see what are the ways that we can really communicate the first step. Because likely your clients, if they've got a long journey ahead, this isn't the first time they've tried to get healthy and fit. And so they they might even be in a place of discouragement and they've tried all those quick fixes and those don't work. So what can you communicate to them that you can help them deliver on the first step to increase the buy-in, to deepen the sense of trust? And when I say trust, I mean deepen the sense of trust in your offer, deepen the sense of trust that you can do what you say that you can do. So now those are the five core elements of how people are evaluating value. Now we can really look at what is a value stack, both in the communication of our offer and then a value stack in terms of the actual offers that you have in your suite. So what I mean by that is people, if you know that this is what they are evaluating in in terms of making a buyer decision, in the communication of your offer, what you will do, the most valuable thing that you can do. So this is like in your top of funnel, your podcast stuff. This is in your Instagram stuff. The most powerful thing that you can do is create clarity, deepen buy-in, and then create demand for your products and services. I only say the word create because it's a great alliteration to clarity, but the truth is that the demand is already there. You're not convincing anybody of anything. It doesn't matter how many times people use very clarifying, persuasive, influential market um, messaging to become a kindergarten teacher. I'm never going to be a kindergarten teacher. It does not matter how beautiful their language is. I will wish them well and all the other people that that is for, but it's not for me. And the same is true for your people. So we're not creating demand in the sense of trying to convince, push, or or be sleazy in how we communicate to someone. That's not what we're talking about. What we are talking about is creating clarity in terms of creating connection. And so that's a connection that you'll create with your client is when you can give them something, a tangible, give them a tangible win, a first outcome, something where they go, oh yeah, I trust this person, but not trust this person in terms of like, you're a good person, which is why I always say no, like, and trust don't chase it because that then you're running the risk of being popular, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a trust factor where they go, oh, this person says that they can do, can do what they say they can do, if not for themselves, but also for their clients. And so if that's happening, 
And then you are layering in this harnessing of demand where you say, if you love this, you're going to love that. If you like this, you're going to love this or something that's along the way of, okay, so now that you've got this, let's go deeper and explode it. Let's go deeper and, ex- and scale it. And so then what we're thinking about when we are adding the value stack to our products and services. So this is going to require that all of us, and I have talked to hundreds of coaches. I'll even say thousands of entrepreneurs, thousands of business owners. And so many of us, I don't want to say all, I'm going to say most of us, many of us, just I am often having the conversation about trading dollar for hour. This is true across many different niches, not just coaching and not just training. And the reason why I'm saying this is because so many people are trapped in a nine to five job that they don't like. Not the people that love their job. I'm not talking about those people, but the people that are trapped in their job and they're paying, you know, getting paid per the hour. A lot of consulting gets paid per the hour. You don't get paid unless you are, the gym teaches you to trade, you know, sell sessions. So you don't get paid unless you are there. Insurances pay out for the hour, not for the amount of time that it took for you to acquire the lead, for you to fulfill on the lead and for all of the after work that's required for the said customer. And so then what ends up happening is we start to think, oh, if I'm going to give you more of my time, it is therefore more valuable. But that is not how people evaluate and determine something that's of value. And that is a finite resource, time. We cannot get it back and we cannot make more of it. What people are really paying for, they are investing the speed of implementation to get to the desired outcome. And it becomes our job in the communication to remove any and all resistance. And I don't mean universal resistance like time and money. I mean resistance to your process, to to the way that you, to your vehicle, to your to your system, to the way, and also to themselves and the effort and sacrifice required on on their part and the belief in themselves, that is what they are evaluating and that is resistance. And we need to remove that with the communication. So now we're going to talk about adding that value stack in the offer. So how do we do that? If we, if they're paying for speed, of implementation to get to the desired outcome, what is that going to look like? What is that going to take? So think about it like this. Let's start from the bottom up. Okay. So let's say somebody had to go out into the into the internets and the interwebs and study all this nutrition science, study all this movement science and come up with their own plan. They had to figure it out on them on their own. How much time, effort, and sacrifice could they do? Would, or would that take? And how much belief in themselves do you think they really would have to do that? No, people don't want to do that, right? And so here's where a lot of smart coaches really undervalue themselves because you have poured hundreds of clinical hours, hundreds of time studying, doing your own, you know, helping other clients, helping yourself. You have educated yourself and you take that for granted most likely because you love it. But most people don't want to do that. So that is, that's one layer. So do it yourself, 
would be, you know, that is like one side of the this, this, this spectrum. So now you get to come along and you get to do one step above because now you are going to organize all of that information inside of your mind and inside of their mind. And you are going to deliver it. Oftentimes it's to free platforms. You are, you, and this is the other thing that always kills me is people are telling me, oh, I'm not adding you know, enough value. And I'm like, you're pouring so many years of experience into your Instagram post that people get to consume for free. And it's not free for you. It's your time and time you can't get back. And if you're anything like me, you might even have a team of people that you are now responsible for people that, that, that I pay to help create this content to help you and to help other people who maybe their levels of accessibility are not, because I know that not everybody has the same access. It's one of the things people, coaches take for granted, and you might even take for granted, but don't forget there are people out there right now who need your help based on what you love based on what you've poured your heart and soul into learning and acquiring those skills. And then another layer of, you know, do it yourself is now you're going to take those skills and you're going to organize it into a step-by-step -step periodized program so that you could carry someone from where they are now to where they want to be as long as they really put their a little bit of effort in to that program. And so that type of person, right, think about it. Now that you've organized it, you've automated it a little bit, you've given back the client some more time, and that is more valuable because now you've increased the speed to which they're going to get the desired outcome. Then you've got the done with you levels. So as you start to get higher in the speed of implementation, oftentimes it can, doesn't have to, but it can require a little bit more of your time. Meaning now as you get higher in the chain of speed and experience in terms of the community you're creating, in terms of the access to you, this is going to help them get to their goal faster, which therefore makes it more valuable. And so then the highest tier is the done for you. So this is where all of the convenience, automation, everything is already done for them. So if you are going to do that and create that offer, what would that look like? A lot of coaches, and I get this, they're like, I can't eat for the client. I can't do the workouts for the client because let me tell you, if that was possible, I would pay top dollar for that. But that's not the point. The, the point is I want you to think about what would it look like if you were to do it for them? So for example, would you fly to their house and stay at their house? Would you wake them up at 6 a.m. and make sure that they're up every morning, that they're getting it in the gym? Would you go grocery shopping for them? Would you, could you cook for them? And so when you start really exploring those kinds of things, then from there, you could pull out some very convenient tools to speed up implementation in the done with you component. So as an example, if you were to go to their house and grocery shop for them and cook all their meals for them, maybe you put together a list and you think, okay, so here's my list of what I would create. You know, here's the list of my must have ingredients that your kitchen needs to have. Here's my Instacart list for this one meal. And you, you, they plug and play it into their, they can just download the Instacart list. 
maybe if you are doing habit tracking with them and you have to, you're getting them up and they need, you're going to make them write their journal prompts, then maybe you're going to have like a journal that you're going to give to them. And you're like, here's your plug and play journal. And then those done for you components, you can layer into your done with you component and it will make it more valuable. And then the last, which is the experience that you are creating. And let me tell you that that experience that you're going to create, whether it's community, whether you're doing live events, whether you're sending product, that type of experience will take resources, money, and time. And which is why it's really important that you price your products and services at, at, at the value you want to provide. And what happens to a lot of people, myself included, so you are not alone. This is not me throwing shade. This is me validating and recognizing that what is easy to you is not easy to your client. And it may seem like uncomfortable that you would charge for something that is so easy when the case is, when the, when the fact of the matter is that it's not easy for them and charging them is a, is a service to them because when people pay, they pay attention and they invest in themselves. The price is not about you. The price is about them. It's an opportunity for them to say yes to themselves. Now we're going to go deeper on this inside of my free training that is coming up September 17th. Now I've always called this simple selling, but I'm not sure if I'm going to, if I'm going to change up the name, but regardless, we'll make sure that the link to the free training that starts October 17th is in the show notes. And we're going to talk about all the ways that you can get out of that dollar for hour mode and start adding value to your products and services without taking up more of your time because time is not an infinite resource. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how we create that compelling content that's going to attract, connect, and convert clients, people into clients, whether it's going to be a leverage program or whether it's going to be one-on-one or it's going to have one-on-one with leverage components. And then we're going to be talking about executing a strategic plan so that you have the systems in your business to set up to scale and generate the revenue that you want to generate. So we're going to be talking all about that in our upcoming free training, which is October 17th. So if you're not already signed up, be sure to sign up because that is going to be a great time. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.